The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Down in my teeth, I got a lot of shine. Running up the number, that's a lot of crime. Try to take it from me, must be at your mind. I keep playing, Smokey in the air, that's a lot of crime. Like it's running over with the dollar sign. Try to take it from me. Welcome to episode 225 of Fourth and John. I am Gail Saunders here with Jimmy Smith, Chris Bally. Uh, we got the Tims in the building uh, playing at, off at the tackle uh, down there. Uh, but obviously today we're talking about the path to 53. I don't know if where you've been as an Eagle fan. Uh, today was like almost sort of like Christmas or, you know, a uh, boys to men end of the road moment where you're, you're, you're following along with these players that you've, You've grown a, a liking to. Everyone has their guy. I, I like it. Let's be honest. Everyone has their guy. Never wants to be right with their, their 53. But obviously, we let go of some good players. We held on to some questionable players. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. But I feel like at the end of the day, we saw a lot of news popping off on the timeline, and we're, we're just gonna we're just gonna get to it. Uh, overall, uh, we'll start with Jimmy. How how are you feeling so far? Uh, I was a little surprised. There were definitely surprise moves, uh, but we talked about uh, that wide receiver battle. I think that one, you know, we talked about Jay Jaw might make this team because Fulgham and Hightower weren't stepping it up. And because of the fact Jay Jaw did on special teams, he found himself on this roster. But there's a lot of talent still out there in the realm of the NFL. A lot of people getting cut. So we could be placing a lot of claims in on people and not necessarily the roster you're looking at tomorrow. So I'm excited. Love to see guys like Teron Jackson, Jack Stoll make the team. Uh, I'm pumped up, man. We finally got ourselves a roster, and they named Jordan Mailata and Jalen Hurts the starters, I, as if we didn't know, but get that out of the way. So I'm feeling great today. What about you, Chris? I'm feeling good. Uh, there's a couple of surprises, but I feel like we have to be patient and not have like real fast uh, brash reactions because some guys are going to get moved to PUP. Some guys are going to get moved to IR. Um, I'm interested to see what they do with Teron Jackson and what they're going to do with um, – I feel like Jordan Howard might find his way back on the team pretty fast. I think the biggest surprise for me, just initial thoughts, was Marlon uh, Topolotu from USC. I was kind of shocked he made the team just because he he's shown some promise, but not a ton of uh, flash. Uh, I feel like um, Jacoby Stevens is a guy that they're going to try to keep on the team. Uh, he had injuries early in camp, but overall, I feel good. But the one thing that I'm expecting is they might – try to get a receiver from the waiver wire because right now it is loaded with players a lot of guys that were top prospects in the draft and uh it's going to be interesting to see what happens interesting uh now from the tims we'll also start with uh az tim in the building uh i mean i know tim has been dropping some gems all morning he's been keeping me updated and refreshed with some some information but how are you feeling today tim oh man I'm a little confused with what's going on. <laughs> I think everybody <laughs> um, seven linebackers. Like, what are we doing here? Um, trade. We are. We got you know, tra- we got trade in the. Uh, we got a trade in the works here. 
Yeah, we got a trade in the work. So uh, I'll be dropping a couple of gems in there. Um, also, man, just to see a couple of surprises. I know uh, I know Jordan Howard's coming back. I know Richard Rodgers is coming back as well. Um, the DB, though, the DB position, that's what I'm a little uh, you know, intrigued to see what we're going to do. But, hey, man, let's go, Birds. We're here for the season, man. Let's go. Mr. Brackton, how are you feeling? I know you yeah, just, I mean, just, come, just come back from work from NFL Films. Yeah, man, I had to, had to, you know, rush down on 95 to get here with you guys, you know, jump on, put myself at risk. But, uh, yeah, man, definitely uh, I'm excited like everybody else. You know, I mean, we're, we're that much closer to the start of the season. Um, so it's a plus, you know, seeing seeing the cut day, always love to see that. Um, wasn't really too shocked about, you know, most of the moves that, that, they, that we made. Um, kind of knew we had talked previously, you know, earlier in preseason about, you know, the wide receiver depth and, and who was kind of on the bubble. Um, after the performance that we all saw Jay Jaw make, you know, I made a comment last week about that. Um, kind of figured he was going to make this squad, you know, how we talked, how we even addressed it at his press conference, you know, just a little bit ago talking about, you know, they want to see their draft picks develop. They want to see these guys actually get, you know, full on opportunities to succeed. So kind of figured that he was going to make the squad. Um, you know, I, I'm just ready to go. I'm curious to see, like everybody else in the room, I'm curious to see what happens with, you know, the rest of these guys. Um, like Chris was stating just earlier, you know, I'm curious to see what happens in this waiver wire. Um, I'm curious to see, you know, who ends up on this practice squad. Um, those things, things like that, I mean, those are the things that I'm kind of waiting for as a, you know, football guy, Eagles guy. Um, the, the little nooks and crannies are the things that I'm waiting for to see how this team really, really is going to develop. Um, so yeah, but other than that, man, let's go. Uh, now let's let, let's go to the hot topic. Everyone is talking about Fulgham. I see a lot of comments in here about Fulgham. Andrew says, "How y'all feel about JJ over Fulgham?" Um, at the end of the day, I, it's I talk about consistency. Um, you know, has JJ JJ been a little bit more consistent than uh, Fulgham? We're talking about special teams ability, uh, but we've also talked about um, the potential of. If, of, of some of these guys getting traded, is Jay Jaw really the last piece on this wide receiver death chart? I mean, w- we can look at it uh, courtesy the Eagles here. This is their their list here. Uh, that you know, Rager. Uh, we all feel good about Devontae Smith, Greg Ward, Quez Watkins, Rager, uh, Jay Jaw. Um, you know, talk about consistency. We, we Fulgham had an inconsistent camp you can't even there's no if ands or buffs buts about it he had an inconsistent camp and preseason so are you guys overall feeling uh that was the right move there i mean we all saw that stretch last year but are we all feeling that that was the right move we sat here last week and said that it, one of those guys between Hightower, Fulgham, and Ortega Whiteside had to step it up. And it was because of the lack of any kind of production, not just preseason, but watching the joint practices, watching all of the practices. Nobody was really stepping it up. So we talked about that game was so important because somebody had to take the reins. Well, sure enough, right at the end of the half, not only does he catch that touchdown pass, Ortega Whiteside, he then makes the tackle uh, on the kickoff. I think he was showing, you know, that with a different coaching staff, different scenery, maybe he can provide something to this team. And if anything, he's wide receiver five right now, uh, a possession guy you use sparingly. Uh, But as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we talk about people getting claimed. So many waiver wire things are going on right now that we don't know about. And this team is going to look completely different. So could that be a different receiver? Sure. I think 
Davian Taylor. Uh, Tim mentioned seven linebackers. We made a joke about that. Could this be the year of seven linebackers, like seven receivers? And it is because I think Taylor gets placed on the IR, which sucks for him. But, you know, you still have six. Uh, I love what Gail said about there could be some trade possibilities there. So wild stuff going. But I think Fulgham, he had a lack of production. And, you know, with some of these guys, like, there will be moves made. But Arthega Whiteside, out of those receivers, was the best. So he earned it. Yeah, another big thing with um, J-Jaw is uh, it's draft stock. Uh, how he spent a second-round pick, so he's going to do everything he can and give that guy as much time as he can to prove him, both both of them right. And the big thing is he's the one that made the play against the Jets last uh, last week, and he's a guy that I, it's annoying, but like he blocks really well, and that's something that Moorhead and Sirianni uh, really appreciate. Uh, that being said, it – He's the fifth receiver right now, and uh, we're, we can highlight a bunch of guys that are on the waiver wire. Like, there are a ton of guys on on the uh, waiver wire. Like, there's guys that instantly could probably be like our third or fourth best receiver that are on the waiver wire. I mean, Cornell Powell from Clemson, he got waived. Uh, Dustin Patrick from Louisville, he got waived. Um, Antonio Gandy Golden from Liberty. Uh, he was on Washington. Got away. like there are a ton of guys. John Brown is a free agent right now. Travis uh, Benjamin is a free agent right now. Like it, we if we want to get uh, some upside guys that we can stash, there's a ton of them. If we need a vet to step in right now, we can get one of them. Um, the whole thing though is, I uh, even before Tim said it, I I know Jordan Howard's going to be back. They're just maneuvering the roster around a little bit. They probably have a little handshake deal behind the back. Richard Rodgers, the same thing. Uh, overall, though, the running back room is a huge strength, though. I don't think that all the Eagles fans realize how good Kenneth Gainwell is and how great he can be in this offense. The Eagles love him, and he progressively got better and better throughout the uh, the, po- uh, the preseason. I'm really excited to see him, and I feel like he's going to take a lot of snaps away from Miles Sanders, but he might even take some snaps away from the receivers in general. I mean, the running backs, but in from the receivers as well, though. Gainwell probably has, like, top three best hands on the team. He can line up all over the place, and he has tremendous hands. So it's going to be interesting to see how Sirianni uses all these versatile guys that we have. Now, Tim, I know you were um... – you were you were talking to me early about hearing some trades of Jay Jaw. Yeah. Uh, do you think that you think that's a possibility? I don't think it's going to be a possibility because now that you know what Chris just said, it made kind of sense about how you know I'm, I'm seeing a little bit of things like playing out in my head, and from what I've talked to my my sources about, you know, like they're saying what Chris is saying. Basically, he blocks. He's a good. Uh, he's a good guy. They like his time. He, they they like he's a team morale type of guy. Doesn't complain about the ball. Just you know, he wants to block and do the little things that wide receivers don't want to do. Um, but man, when it comes to pro- like you know, for, like being productive and you know, getting open for you know to, to get the ball, he just just doesn't do it. Um, I mean, Gainwell. Um, I had some sources basically tell me that. You know, if he would have played in twenty, in the, the what was it twenty twenty season, they was comparing him to Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, I don't know about Christian McCaffrey, but uh, he, I'm just saying, Al- I, I didn't say Alvin Kamara, bro. Alvin Kamara is my comparison. He's got a okay. he's got a nice skill set. He's made. I think he's made. Uh, right. He's made a room for himself on this roster, and uh, the hands have been sticky. Uh, we're yeah. talking about um, you know going back to Tim saying. Um, you know, 
going back to the back end of the roster, like a guy who might have not been doing things co- the, the correct way, it could be John Hightower, um, Mr. Bracton. How, I mean, how do you think, are you surprised that uh, Hightower got released? I, I'm not. I mean, to be completely honest, um, when I look down deep inside my gut, I'm not. Um, you know, we, we talked about this before, you know, the, those guys being on the bubble. And we've seen throughout preseason how much, you know, leverage that Nick holds with the practices and these joint practices in, in particular. I mean, so in neither one, either Hightower or Fulgrim, like we talked about before, stepped up during those practices. We didn't hear anything coming out. Maybe you might have saw a flash here and there, but there was nothing coming out saying that these guys were consistently every day putting up some kind of numbers, having a great practice, having great camps. I mean, so am I surprised to answer your question, Neil? No, I'm not. Um, you know, I, I know we all kind of were rooting for him in the, in the backfield here. But I just like Chris was saying, you know, that draft capital that we spent on, you know, Jaynal um, is is what kind of kept him on his roster. And we were saying it all offseason, you know, saying it all up until preseason. Um, when you look at the other guys that, you know, are behind you who are on the bubble with you. I mean, you're the only one with the life preserver as the sharks are swimming. I mean, because you're sitting with that second round pick. So, yeah, are you going to make this roster? Yeah, you definitely are above above those other two. And especially when the the production that we, you know, we're seeing from last season um, is not transferring over to this season. So am I shocked again? No, I'm not really. But we'll see how it goes forward. Like Chris was just saying, you know, there's a lot of guys on the waiver wire. I mean, with the extensions of the numbers this year because of COVID, the extra games. Um, so, I mean, yeah, th- this roster is going to look different by the time we get to, you know, September 12th. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. Now, hey, Chris, it, your boy AGG. Yeah, I mean, yeah. now if, if it's one guy, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go around the room. I'm gonna, Jimmy, um, what would one wide receiver that you'd want to be bringing off the street? Um, you know, the people are talking AGG. Um, what wide receiver would you like? Is that, I I'm hearing everything all scratchy. I don't know what the hell that was. Um, yeah, if I could bring in one, um, yeah, I like. What uh, McLean says here, AGG, he's interesting, um, but that's kind of the, I mean, I guess he still has the same thing with Arthega Whiteside. It's like, what have you done for me lately? So uh, Arthega Whiteside showed up, whereas Fulgham and Hightower didn't. So for me, I don't think I want to change it. Uh, if I had to bring somebody in, uh, I, I've seen guys like John Brown are out there, and I've seen people talk about him. I don't think we necessarily need another speedster but you never know with injuries i wouldn't be against a veteran like him but honestly oh my god i hate even saying this but i would stick with Arthega Whiteside as your fifth and at least find out i mean he made that good catch it's like okay can you do that in a regular season game consistently and you're only going to be called on maybe five plays a game the rest of the time you have to show out on special teams which he's done so right now i honestly i'm super stoked you know my passion for smith and rager so add in watkins ward i'm happy right now with the starters just got to stay healthy and and let me say something real quick off of of what jimmy was just saying you look at this team and we look at the the wide receiver depth you know one through five what is the height with that depth that's another thing that we're kind of glossing over with jjaw is is that he has the height so when we're talking about you know we're going into the red zone, we're going into the, you know, all those, you know, jump ball 50 50s. 
I mean, this is the guy on this team that you're going to be kind of looking towards to be making those kind of plays. I mean, outside of anybody else, I mean, yeah, they all can make these plays, but this is that big body that you want to have on a team. I think that's why we kept so many tight ends too, though. That's definitely why we keep so many tight ends because we had the luxury of having Goddard and Ertz compared to a lot of teams, and that's why like I got Tyron Jackson so uh, intriguing, and that's why uh, Stoll's on the team. Um, but yeah, like we were talking about the wide receivers in general, though. I want to add at least two of these guys on the waiver wire and stash them on the practice squad because you can protect practice squad players. Dude, if you can put Cornell Powell or Antonio Gandy Golden, Desert Patrick, like any of these rookies that were highly talented from top uh, schools such as Louisville, Clemson, if you can add them and put them on the practice squad, just like we had Quez, just like just learning, getting practice reps uh, with Slay and Nelson all all, all season and just – uh, finally building that rep, uh, that repertoire of tools, especially for Moorhead and Sirianni, that it rubbed off magic on Rager, Quez, and Smith this offseason. Obviously, Smith was already retooled, but just getting that NFL experience, like it would be a disservice not to add at least one of these guys off the waiver wires onto the practice squad because, yeah, Pat and some of those guys look solid, but like Antonio Gandy-Golden was a fourth-round pick. He was just um, a casualty of just having a ton of talent in Washington, surprisingly being a strong, a strong suit. They took Diami Brown from North Carolina this year, so I would love to add some of these guys. Yeah. Um, I just saw a question here from someone they asked, um, who's going to be our kick returner, punt returner? I think um, our our punt returner, I mean, our, our kick returner could be, Gamewell could do kick return. Uh, we have Quest Watkins as well. Yeah, for me? punt return. Sorry, yeah, I was it, just texting you. It's, it's a little yeah, yeah, you have bad feedback with, you, with your mic. But um, in regards to the kick return and punt return, someone was talking to me about that. So Gainwell kick, uh, can do both. Rager can do both. Um. I was going to be interested to see if Hightower was going to get a spot because of that, but now he's gone. Ward is nothing flashy, but he's kind of a guy that he's going to catch the ball. He's not going to fumble it, and he's going to fall down. You're not really going to get anything uh, spectacular from it. But overall, though, I would – and Huntley's gone too. That was a guy that I thought could maybe scratch the roster just because of the, uh, special team skills. But I would say Rager, Gainwell. Um, I'm trying to think if there's going to be any deep – oh, Boston Scott. But in general, though, I feel like it'll kind of be like those three guys. Uh, they're steady with the ball. Uh, Ward, Gainwell, Scott, Rager. Um, it, it's pretty much what it is. We don't really have any specialists, but you got to be careful with that, though, because that's where injuries pile up, and then you might lose a starter. So I'm, I'm hopefully that Gainwell is going to be the guy that's doing that because he's the luxury of being the third running back right now. But I feel like his role is going to evolve. But if you can get a rookie that can play a receiver, running back, and kicker, turner, punter, turner, that's amazing value, especially for a fifth-round pick. Most definitely. Um, it, you know, there's and there's also some guys on waiver wire that you can get on there, on, on there, you know, like Travis Benjamin. Uh, he's a good punt return. He can get behind the defense as well. Uh, good veteran and has connections with Serenani and that whole little staff over there. Um, ADG, man, he, it's that's I'm, I'm kind of liking that. I ain't going to lie to you. I, I wanted to see you kick the tires on it and give him a chance. Um, you know, also see it with John Brown. Um, but I don't know what uh, there was something weird about that. I guess he asked for his release from the Raiders. So I, I don't know what's going on there. Brian Edwards is going on there. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Gail, we cannot hear you. Moving right along to the tight end division. How about that? Uh, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, Tyree Jackson, and Jack Stoll. Jack Stoll, favorite amongst a lot of people out there in the uh, uh, inter- internet world. Uh, and then Tyree Jackson has shown his worth over the last couple of weeks. Obviously, he got injured. Uh, Dallas Goddard, tight end one. Uh, Zach Ertz, tight end one in our hearts. Um, and then I, I know Tim was mentioning that there's rumors out there about trade rumors flashing up right now about uh, what, who's interested. Yes, sir. In, uh, so they've so never gone guy, away. <laughs> right? Never gone away. Um, at the beginning, the beginning of training camp, everything died down. Didn't want to trade them. They felt like um, they felt like they didn't have anybody. But the rise of Tyree Jackson and Jack Stoll. Um, became something. Looks like the Jets and Arizona Cardinals are just waiting, waiting, trying to figure out what's going on with the numbers. Also, what they're doing with their um, should I say? Should I say, Gail, uh, wide receiver? Go ahead. <laughs> looks like it. Looks like they're they're interested into Christian Kirk as uh, trade bait. Um, due to the fact that he is buried in the draft, he's not buried in the draft. He's buried in the depth chart as wide receiver. Got an AJ Green, uh, Hopkins. Those guys ain't coming out the game. Uh, you got Rondell Moore and yeah. Andy Isabella. There you go. So those guys, they don't want to. They don't want to come off the field. So he's kind of like the odd man out. And then also they they got they just got they haven't had a word with uh, Larry Fitz. He he still might want to play at thirty age of thirty eight. Well, shout out to him. Happy birthday. And shout out to my daughter. It's her birthday today, too. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to her. Dude, I think that, you know, obviously the Cardinals, they loaded up, added A.J. Green, they got Isabella, Kirk, all those guys. So, yeah, I mean, you look at teams that are loaded at certain positions, and they could definitely be willing to move somebody. And you look at teams that are hurting for a tight end. We've talked about this all offseason. The Eagles have been trying to move Zach Ertz. And, unfortunately, we just haven't got the right price. But we're not going to just give this guy away. And the asking price – you know, isn't really that much. It's just teams know they have us by the balls. Uh, we can save a lot of money, and they know he wants more money. So it's kind of like a, a win-win for the other team. So, they, I mean, they've been trying, and, I, dude, I catch a lot of slack for saying I still don't think he's going to be here, but you're going to keep him if you don't find the right deal. It's just I'm with Tim. I think, I mean, the teams have been calling. They have been trying, and it's just we're sitting back and waiting. We don't have to do anything. We've got ass loads of cap space there's no reason you know all offseason a lot of people are saying we had to get rid of him there's no have to um i just feel that we've there's talks that goddard's going to get his extension here soon he's uh, in his final year so this is goddard tight end one like gail just said and i love the fact that jack stole is still here a huge fan obviously made jokes about the mullets all that great stuff but he's an h-back dude he is somebody, not an inline blocker, but he has the hands. He has exactly what we wanted. We talk about what Trey Burton did in Indianapolis. I think that's what Jack Stoll can be. And it's awesome to see him. I didn't think he was going to stick around if Tyree Jackson were still healthy. But, hey, I love it. Uh, Tyree Jackson gets placed in the IR. Maybe Dick Rod comes back. You guys got me calling him that now. Now he'll be <laughs> back at tight end. And I think that this room is pretty nice. I saw someone mention we need to see some 12 personnel. I, I think you'll see a little dust in the 13 personnel, too. You get three tight ends out there. We mean business, baby. You get stolen motion, don't know what he's doing. I am very excited about this offense. We see how Stoll was utilized in a couple of the preseason games. Um, they fed him a little bit, saw what he could do. Um, but 
it just, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was saying, um, keep him four tight ends and you hold on to Ertz as long as you can hold on to him. And then this is where you're at, where you can, easily, you know, we obviously we don't want to move him if we don't have to, but you're just talking about make it make sense. Right now, it looks like uh, something could be lurking. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, because I know shout out to Prime and Evan who are working hard today. They couldn't make it. Um, they're 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 trying to make that money. Okay. Money. Prime just got married. He's got he's got he's got bills to pay. Okay. Um shout out to those dudes. Um we we all saw that Cam Newton got uh released today. Uh he 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 released a note uh out in, in wing ding font. Uh there's not many people who write in wing dings. Cam Newton does. There was some talks about Eagles. Uh, some people were interested in bringing Cam Newton, but I'm I'm kind of like okay with that. I mean, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Got yeah, well, yeah. His name is Cam I'm, Noodle. Let him let him, let him go to Noodle. Dallas. Let him we go. Got, to Dallas. We've got yeah. enough here. I, I like Dallas is Dallas is in. Is Dallas is in on the Cowboys? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Dallas is in on Cam. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Yeah, I mean that's that's the are. projections right now. You're looking at either either one Dallas or you know I've heard Washington, I've heard Houston, um, I've heard, obviously Denver. You know is always a commodity for a quarterback, but I mean, yeah, I, I would I would rather have him go to Dallas and mess that locker room up rather than coming into Philly. I mean, come on, let's be real. <laughs> People are all over the place on Cam. Cam Cam's also not vaccinated, so it's it's a weird thing this this whole vaccination thing right now. Is now guys that are on the bubble. If you are not vaccinated, they have a reason not to bring you in, which is like, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, it affected my end. fantasy team. I'm like, is this mother? Like, You're uh, like, yo, can I, I, can I draft this dude in the late no. round? Like, hey, you, 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 you think that? Yeah, you guys think that had a had a, a reason to do with why he's no longer in New England? The fact that he's hey, not he's not vaccinated. I yeah. think so. Gail, check your phone. Check your phone. I just sent you. I just sent you a meme. I think it definitely could, Tim, no matter if they tell us or not. I think it definitely he's not doing what it takes to be uh, a team leader. It's like Carson Wentz. You know, he's not a leader. He doesn't care about other people. So I just don't think you need someone like that on your team. Do do you see Tyler Tynes? Tyler Tynes put out a a, a great um, Cam Newton meme today. That was pretty big. I don't know if you can see that. It's the Pfizer and uh, oh, yeah. when Cam didn't pick up that fumble. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they Bull. were just probably not sick. They were just probably like, yeah, it's not worth it. No, you know, Mac Jones uh, in my Mike Jones voice, Mike Mac Jones uh, put on for his city, for his team. How about Alabama, Tua, Jalen Hurts, and Mac Jones starting quarterbacks? Week one, Love it. yeah, week yeah. one, man. It's, what's crazy is the Dolphins. The rookies look good, man. Are interested in, and the Dolphins are still interested into Deshaun Watson. That's weird to me. But, yeah, it's weird. I'm just the grateful that good they too. finally yeah, said the you ain't are out. Here. I don't want to hear Deshaun. Yeah, you know what I mean? Don't, I'm don't, so grateful. Come here. Yeah. 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 I was so I'm happy not, when no. I heard that he want to come here. Tim, let dude. Uh, both Tim, I know you guys, we've sparingly got to talk, but I know you guys feel the same way. Jalen Hurts, right? Uh, and I know how Chris and Gail feel about this. It's like, we want to see what we have in this guy, right? And, I, I mean, we've been excited. We know we've seen him in taking the first team reps. And a lot of the fans, you know, as much as we sit here and we're like, look, we know he's QB1. A lot of people are pissed. They want him to be named, you know, this, that, the other thing. I've had the luxury of talking to some of the people real close to Jalen Hurts. And, dude, 
I think this is literally the best thing that's ever happened. All of these people just doubting him, all of these people saying things, oh, he's not the starter, this, this. He actually welcomes all of it. And I feel like he's the juggernaut. You know, every time you hit him, he just gets stronger. And it's just like, dude, keep stoking that fire, baby. So I, I'm pretty stoked about, you know, just getting it all out. No more. They can write stupid articles about Watson and Hertz is not QB1. It's done. Yeah. You know, um, overall, I mean, I, I'm, it's hurt. It's, it's Hertz is here to stay. Uh, finally, we have a. Or kind of reassured, like they finally announced him as the starter. It's funny that you know that Sirianni, Sirianni made mention of the reps that he's getting. He got all the uh, first reps. We all knew, and people were just like, "Why don't they name him?" It's, this is the coach uh, psyche stuff, and and obviously he's played played himself into this position. Obviously, we've been waiting for him to be QB one, uh, and he's going to get a shot to, to do it. And this is. This is what it is to me. Like he's getting the opportunity. Doesn't mean he's going to be the franchise forever. He's getting the opportunity. He's earned the right. He's he's earned the team's trust. And now we just want to see him go out there and ball. Uh, so people out there, you can now support Jalen Hurts for you guys that were on the the bubble here. Okay, so he's our quarterback. Support. Yeah. Him. I mean, so well, we, we 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 we're talking about the quarterback position. We we have not talked about uh, Uncle Rico being signed. Eagles went Ooh. full Uncle Rico with uh, Gardner Minshew, Minshew signed. Um, does anybody does anybody like that signing? I love it. Yeah, I, um, I, I love. Yeah. The I think it's a no brainer, right? Yeah. A six round price. Six, I was going to say eight hundred fifty thousand dollar cap hit. I mean, the guy six. doesn't even cost a million. He replaces the smallest on the roster, so he only costs a seventy thousand extra in cap space. No brainer. Two years left on his contract. I, I, yeah, I, I love Minshew. He's the exact type of deal that it makes you wonder. It's like, what was the rest of the NFL doing? Like, how he like knocked it out of the park with this. He's cheap. He's affordable. He's 25 years old. He has a higher QB rating than Kyler Murray, who was drafted in the same draft as him. He has the highest QBR in the whole uh, draft class. He had a terrible team with Jacksonville. And, like, look at what he did, like. 37 touchdowns, only 11 interceptions, a 63% uh, completion rate rated. Like he's a lot better than people think. Cause like, obviously he had, he has like kind of like the Johnny Manziel aura with like the mustache. Like, you know what I mean, like he, he has like that weird, like more celebrity, more than player kind of status in the NFL and in pop culture. But like that kid can play though. Like when you watched him play, like there's a reason why he ended up taking over uh, Foles' job after Foles came back from the collarbone, and it's just a really good option. Like right now, he's QB three. You got him for a six round pick, and uh, overall though, I feel like all, like Hertz and Minshew, I would be comfortable with either of the guys going in there. But I think Hertz is set up to have a really good year. First off, because we have an excellent offensive line. Miles Sanders talked about that uh, in detail all summer, especially yesterday. But the big thing is Sirianni. I mean, like. I had people that like really had no faith in him just because of the one uh, press conference and then like little things, but like all our receivers do is get open because you saw Rager had that awesome crossing route against the Jets. Just we never did that with him last year. It was like bizarre. It's like just run these guys. Like, it's like oh, these guys aren't getting separation. Cross them across the field. The safeties, the corners, the linebackers are going to run into each other. Someone's going to get open. So it's mesh, all moving mesh, towards that and mesh concept all day. Okay. Exactly. Oh, so we yeah, were begging general, for it all like, last year. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it was absolutely. it was like just glaringly. It's just like I wanted to pick up my PlayStation controller and just take over the game. It was torture last year. I was but about in general, to buy though, Gail a mess shirt because he said it yeah. so many yeah. times. The QB rooms looking good, guys. 
and then right. the bubble screens, the bubble, the bubble screens with the wide receivers. Yeah, I'm think, my head oh, in this wall right now. If we have to talk about this anymore. Yeah. Well, I think I think Chris, you know, hit it all on the head. I mean, I mean, you're getting, you know, you're getting Minshew for a six round. I mean, come on, like that—that's bargain basement prices. I mean, let's let's be real here for a guy who was, like you said, thirty-seven and eleven. Like, come on. I mean, let's let's be real. Like, and and in fact, we're getting him. And everybody, I, 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 you know, I, I hate this because the analysts are, are, you know, everybody is all like, oh, well, you know, you, the Eagles are just repeating everything they did with Carson Wentz and Nick Foles. And I'm like, this is not even the same thing. Like this, this guy is on a two-year deal. He's going to be our backup. If, 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 if Jalen Hurts is, is, you know, out of the box, then this guy is going to step into that number two slot once Flacco's gone next year. I mean, so this is perfect. You're getting at your backup quarterback for potentially, if Jalen is our franchise, for potentially the next five to ten years, and you got him as a sixth round. Like, come on. Let, let's just, I mean, do the Peanuts. math here. Peanuts for the next two years. So I feel like uh, our depth, our QB depth, is pretty nice. Uh, you got a ex-Super Bowl MVP uh, who's kind of washed gang right now, but he's, 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 he's in the incubator system with Hurts. Um, and I feel like Minshew is a guy who, who comes in and competes. Like you might tell him he's not a starter, but he doesn't see it that way. Uh, so those are the kind of guys I want behind Hurts pushing him. Um, and he's got experience. So obviously that experience, um, he's, he's flashed in certain games and could be better than Mullins. So that's – the timeline's weird, man. You, you pick up a, a guy. I mean, he's got, he's got experience with uh, uh, David Galwell, Colwell. Um, so former – Jaguars GM, he knows what he has, knows his skill set. So I feel like it all makes sense if you want to bring someone in to compete. So um, looking at the other position, any other guys that um, stood out to you that have made the roster? I, I did like that Teron Jackson made it. I was yeah. I was kind of late round sleeper, baby. I yeah. still can't believe we got him, and he got the opportunity to show it, and he showed out. Okay, well, hold on, hold on. The one person Congrats. I did, the only person that did not want to make it, I can't say his name. Is it from you? Oh yeah, my Chupalotu. god! How? Yeah. That's well, he's not promised as a run got, stopper, he, man. He That's has it. Kindergarten but. hands. He has. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, I mean, he does have some twitch to him, but they didn't say that he showed out too well. Um, yeah. Obviously, he's a draft pick. Uh, Jacoby Stevens gets cut. Yeah, that was yeah. shocking. I'm sure they'll I had him bring him all back. my cuts, man. And I, you know how much I liked him. And it was, it was hard for injuries. me to put him on there. And exactly what you just said injuries but led the, to me cutting him because you have, dude, there's seven guys on the roster right now that I could put ahead of him. And we just did. So it sucks, but you hope that he goes unclaimed and maybe he gets a chance to prove that he can be that nickel linebacker on the practice squad. True, but no. I don't know if you guys seen that preseason game when, when he played. He was like the only person at times was just like he was the only rookie out there, and he was like I going like after it. He was going after it, and I don't know. I mean, most of us are college guys, but did you see the way he handled Kyle Pitts when he when he played against Florida? Yep, mm -hmm. he yep. put the yep. balls on him. It That's why I, I was like, "Yo, like, come on!" But then I get it. You can't make the team from the tub. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, Pete Nathan, uh, also known as um, who's agent? Patrick Sertain. Yeah, you know. See, I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the crowd here. Uh, he says these fools really cut John Hightower, y'all. Um, now, we, you know, um, John Hightower. As much as we like his separation, we like his ability to uh, get open. 
the inconsistency at the catch point has been an issue. And also what's not been talked about enough is um, inconsistency as a professional. Uh, I think, you know, he's just not grasping uh, being a professional football player at this moment. Not to say not taking anything away from him, but, you know, I got that from somebody who uh, <laughs> would would uh, would know. And that's the surprising point because we, we saw his – his blazing speed. We saw we saw all that, um, but I didn't hear about that inconsistency. His inconsistency as uh, uh, you know a player, and then you got to have the team to be. Uh, you have to have the team be able to depend on you as a player. And if that they couldn't depend on you, and that this is where we get back to J. Jaw being the the fifth wide receiver here, you can depend on J. Jaw to be where he's supposed to be and and do what he needs to do. Uh, when asked or, you know, or coached. Um, and that's why he's not here. So you said yourself, Gail, he was given an extra opportunity. Uh, he, cause these guys get to play special teams, but in his case, he gets to have the ball in his hands as a returner and Fulgham and Arthega Whiteside didn't have that. So they gave him that shot and he sucked at it. Um, and he sucked at catching the ball. And as a receiver, well, you got to catch the ball. So I don't, I don't really think it's a dumb move at all. I think he needed to step it up and he didn't. So his loss. Yeah. We talked about this. I mean, it was, it was time. You didn't want to smoke. I mean, it, yeah. you know, I mean, let's let's just be real about it. Squad, maybe, but yeah, exactly. Now, now Pete's going to his Twitter timeline. Look at you, man. Look at you doing your work. Um, I mean, uh, we we've all seen his his separation ability, but that's yeah. yeah it, at this at this point moment, there's guys that are looking to make this roster. Um, you know what? Yep. Yeah, before you say a player, though, before anybody gets in that. Can we give a little bit, because I know people are going to hate me for this one, Howie Roseman, man, uh, you got to give praise where it's due, and he has been slaughtering people this offseason, and he's not done yet. And, you know, we killed with the cap space, the draft, everything. Now, going into this, you didn't think, you know, he would do anything. He got Gardner Minshew, which we just talked about, for $850,000 cap hit for a six-round pick. Then, today, he trades a guy that's not even going to make the roster, Matt Pryor, with a seven-round pick and adds a six-round pick. So we get that six-round pick that we lost back, and I, I'm just – I'm stunned by it. I think that Howie Roseman deserves a little bit of this. Now we got to see how these guys develop, and, you know, I'm still still a little pissed off, but he's been – he's uh, heading in the right direction. So good job, Howie. Hey, and then if you guys watched the last preseason, preseason game, you saw me and Ev, we got caught uh on the on the screen i know people are making memes out of it um but we were you know we were sitting matt Pryor's family was sitting right behind us so it was it was it was just an interesting bit to like actually watch preseason and you know his family's watching every single snap and like determining if he's done enough to actually make the roster it's, it's a weird scenario when you know just like wow this is a, you guys are watching this game on a whole nother level because you're they're all they're watching is his snaps. Did he get called for a false start? Did he? Fall? So I mean, shout out to you guys for just being a, uh, um, you know, like it, when players get traded or move, their families got to move. Their the whole life is uh, shifted. So shout out to the prior family. Um, but you know, shout out to also Howie for getting a solid trade, man. I mean, do you, you know, do you think they're watching right now, Gail? Because I was gonna say something, but I don't want to. Oh, no, good people. I mean, just no, what it is what it is. It wasn't gonna be bad. It just if if you are watching, this is just a little something maybe Matt could use uh, from the grapevine of people that work around him. Uh, he is a freak athlete for someone that is six seven, three hundred twenty pounds, I believe. Uh, that's a big dude. 
and he can move. But the fact that he has not been able to put it on the table and has been given the opportunity, it kind of tells you about work ethic. And I'm not here to judge this guy and tell you, oh, he made it to the NFL, dude. But this is what separates the guys that are getting cut today and the guys that are becoming great. And I, from the person I was talking to, they couldn't believe that someone, because all of the linemen feel this way, he has not stepped up and really showed what he could do. So. Yeah. I mean, That's the one thing that man. the one thing that hasn't really been reported. He had he had surgery um, on his L four and L five, um, and he played through injury last year. Uh, Eagles, I know the Eagles were uh, upset that he played through that injury without like letting them know about it. Um, so you know he he, he did gain weight. Um, and he was fined for gaining weight um, in that situation. So um, he was fined. A, Twenty twenty thousand dollars for not making weight. So, getting back to shape could have could have played into his issues as well. But obviously, them getting some value, um, where you know you're always looking for value at the um, at the at the end of the draft. You can get a six round pick versus a seven round pick. I'll take it. Um, but other, we're about to close out shop here. Any other uh, things you guys want to talk about? Timeline is on fire today. Thank you guys for stepping in. Um, sure. I just want to say one thing. So last night I was correct on my trade, right? Oh, you were. You were correct on your trade with your intel. I mean, uh, you, you called that 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 match prior trade, um, and here we are today. Yeah. Any 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 crazy. other player? Any other players on this roster that need need to be talked about? I love that Josiah Scott made it. Uh, he was really trying to show out. I was a little concerned that he got banged up there in the last preseason game for his chances because we talk about, you know, someone said they were a little concerned about the defensive backs, and I, I hear you. Uh, we're lucky to have Gannon here. Hopefully he helps these guys out. But the cornerback position, Avante Maddox, man, uh, I like him. I like him as depth. as uh, a guy that can help a nickel corner and free safety we've talked about all offseason. I do not like him outside, so we fixed that. The thing is, you could get an upgrade there. So uh, people forget that we traded for Josiah Scott. And I really think at some point, you know, Zach McPherson, he could be a starter. But right now, Josiah Scott could really come in and take a lot of snaps from Avante Maddox. And I would be okay with that. Uh, whoever wants to step it up. But I like to see him make the roster. Uh, it was a surprise over Craig James, who was a special teams ace, but another injury. So you don't know if these guys will be back or what will happen next week. But it'll change. <laughs> Yeah, Josiah put it put it on it. They said at the last uh, end of uh, what preseason, he played himself into a roster spot, just like maybe J. Jaw played himself into a roster spot. Uh, did score a touchdown. Sure Interesting did. stuff. I mean, so, I heard I heard Scott had a great had a great you know joint practice with the Jets. Um, yep. That's what I heard from from my guy over there in New York. Um, he said that you know he was shining out over there. So. These are the things, you know, we got a coach who, who values that practice, you know, not not so much big on the preseason, but values those, you know, those practice matchups. So you got to shine when it's time to shine. Let's see. People in the – oh, here we go. Um, Geronimo Allison, um, a re receiver being talked about. Um, Eagles are looking at him, sniffing around him. Tim, that's what you've been hearing. Well, and then he got cut. So here he, he's out there for everyone to uh, get a piece. Um, let's see. Quentin Dunbar. Quentin Dunbar. Sorry. Another guy. Yeah. Who, who Quentin Dunbar also played with Darius Slay as well, right? Yeah. And I mean, uh, who just got who just got released from the Bears? 
Was it the Bears? He played with uh, cornerback. Cornerback, yeah. What, did he get released? Oh, uh, um, an older just released guy. Eddie Jackson and give him to us. Yeah. Is it Trufant? <laughs> true yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah so Trufant. Someone made that in the is... comment. We got to go get him. I was like, oh, yeah, but yeah. They, are, they are they're sniffing around him. I, I guess it's his, his, um, it's a little inside. His father got sick and he got, I guess, something, something just wasn't right with him. He got cut from the Lions. He owes, he actually owes the Lions like $4 million. So, and he still wants to play. So, that's just a little insight that I got. Oh, man. I, I know it's the, you know, the 53. Everyone's talking about yeah, the, the path to 53. Uh, it's, not a final roster. So tomorrow we can have <laughs> by no means, by no means. Three or three or four other guys, a lot of movement. I mean, just the fact that these guys made it to the 53. You can tell your grandkids, son, your 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 grandfather made the 53 to the Eagles. I got caught the next day, but you know, uh, I still made the Eagles 53. That I mean that it's an accomplishment. Let's let's not oh, yeah. let's not take that away from them. Um but before we get out of here, any any last words? Uh, I'll go with uh, Mr. Kincaid first. Yo, Bird fans, uh, stay stay confident, man. We got this. Um, Nick Sirianni's got a plan. The coaching staff has got a plan. Um, I know we don't want to say trust the process, but trust the process on this one. <laughs> this team, this <laughs> this team has has good talent on the way. We got a whole bunch of draft picks. Just be patient. You know what I mean? We just came off a of Super Bowl about four years ago. I know we try to forget that, but stay patient, man. Stay tuned. Eagles going to do something. Oh, oh There's going to be a lot oh. of moves. There's going to be a lot of moves tomorrow. Oh, he said tomorrow. Eagles are going to do something. Um, we will be doing something. I mean, you know, we, we kind of we already touched everything, um, you know, that's, that's you know, important. Um, I mean, yeah, like, you know, Tim was just saying, you know, just stay patient because this roster is ever ever changing every day going forward until September twelfth. So I mean, you know, we gotta we gotta kind of look at the big picture and not just get so focused in on the position groups and who's who's on the roster right now and who's not on the roster. Because um, I mean, there's gonna be guys that are coming back. I mean, shouts out to everybody you know across the league um, who didn't make it onto a team today. I mean, your lives are impacted. I mean, it's it's a rough it's a rough bid. You know, getting called into an office and and devoting yourself to a team for months on months and then to get told that you didn't make it. Um, so, Hey, for all them guys out there, keep fighting, you know, get back in the gym, keep trying to get bigger and better. And uh, you know, eventually somebody will pick you up um, to the Eagles fans. You know, like we just said, Hey, keep the faith. You know, we're going to be get this thing situated. The best thing I leave it on a positive. The best thing about this, about this right now, this 53 is we have depth. Um, and from what I'm seeing so far, we have depth at key positions. Um, so that's a thing to hang your hat on with this new coaching staff coming in already. Like Jimmy was saying earlier, Howie, I don't know what happened. Maybe Nick got up in his grill or something, but Howie has flipped the script and he is starting to, to do some things we've never seen him really do like this. So pluses and pluses and pluses are coming. So stay, stay positive, baby. Chris. Things are building in the right direction. Uh, I said this right after we got Nick Sirianni, and not to judge him too harshly in year one because he's inheriting a team that wasn't good last year. He's inheriting a team that has missed on free agents, a team that has missed on draft picks, a team that had a ton of cap issues and dead money. I mean, the biggest dead cap hit ever in NFL history is something that he inherited. Um, But 
this is what you see, though. I want to see him establish a culture. It looks like he's doing that. The team looks like they're one collective unit right now. It's looking really good. It looks like he is developing players. Quez Watkins and Rager look phenomenal right now. I understand that's the preseason. I understand that we still have to see them do it in games. But you're seeing guys that people were counting out and people were very unsure of look very confident. They look like they're guys that are progressing each week. And then you see a guy uh, like Jalen Hurts that is easily the leader like of, of the entire team. You see vets backing him. You see the young guys gravitating towards him. He's the guy that's going to uh, be with uh, Link to Sirianni through the ups and downs. But it looks like uh, it might not come immediately, but success, success is coming. And remember this, the schedule, it's a little tough in the beginning. So immediate reactions – Obviously, people are going to be going crazy. I mean, look how people reacted to the New England game where barely any starters played in the preseason. But in general, though, hopefully that we stock up on the practice squad. We're allowed to keep holding a bunch of guys on the practice squad uh, since last year because of COVID. And let's hope that some guys like Jordan Howard make their way back, Richard Rodgers make their way back. Hopefully, Jacoby Stevens can get stats because I still see the potential there. But overall, though, we're moving in the right direction. And next, even next year, we have a ton of potential to stack the cards even higher for our team well ladies and gentlemen i'll try to make this quick uh, i know a lot of people got places to go so one thing we've talked about is the way to go into this season excited and getting ready for football is to temper your expectations ladies and gentlemen this is a new head coach with a new quarterback but guess what you're allowed to be excited about it you're allowed to get pumped up for the promise of this team because there is a lot and the potential is very high here ladies and gentlemen so yes if jalen hurts off the line stays healthy all these other things we've talked about all off season if they continue this team is going to surprise everyone. We're going to win the NFC East, and we're going to build a championship contender in the next couple of years here. Uh, we've got 10 draft picks next year. We've got almost 80 to 100 million in cap, depending on what we do with restructures. Dude, get excited. Football is 12 days away. Rocket Randall Cunningham. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting pumped just thinking about it. So I hope you guys can finally rest in. Try not to get worried. Like all these guys said, the roster is going to change, right? You're going to see Tyree to the IR. Guys moving around. It's fine. Let's go, birds! I'm just ready for some football. Uh, well, if I can borrow some of that juice, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, 53 is not final. Uh, it's all going to be moving parts as we move on to the next couple of days. Uh, just, just be excited that we're here finally. I know, you know, families are waiting for this moment. I feel, you know, I'm feeling for y'all. Um, but overall, Eagle fans, we got our fi we got our 53 and we're going to have moving parts. OK, so we'll see you guys shortly. There could be some breaking news coming around the corner. I hope hopefully a trade is in the works. That's what we keep on hearing about. So uh, stay tuned. We'll see you guys soon. And as always, go birds and we'll see you very soon.